This is a podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. You're listening to The Morning Mix on RNIB's Insight Radio and it's Friday so it's time for the movie review and I'm joined by Jay Forty from BlindSideReviews.com. Hi Jay. Hi Stephen, how are you doing today? I'm really good. I'm excited because we've got two what looks like really interesting films to talk about Jay and uh, one of them I'm really looking forward to seeing and uh, it looks good. I'm really keen to hear what you've got to say about them today. They're very different films. Yeah, and I'm, I'm anxious to hear what you, you're really interested in. First of all, we're going to be talking about two of Mad Max was one that's been around and uh, 35 years ago the first one was made. That's an action film. And the second was is more of a music uh, comedy. So I'm really anxious to see, uh, Stephen, which one you're... Uh, you're really interested in here. <laughs> but we'll talk about it in a second and find out. <laughs> well, I'm going to be a, a real stereotypical male and say it's Mad Max that I'm really looking forward to talking about, Jay. Uh, Mad Max Fury Road, which is out now. It's rated 15 and is directed by George Miller. It stars Tom Hardy, Charlize Theron, Rosie Huntington-Whiteley and Nicholas Holt. Now, in a stark desert landscape where humanity is broken... Two rebels just might be able to restore order. Max, a man of action and of few words. And Furiosa, a woman of action who is looking to make it back to her childhood homeland. In this wasteland, I am the one who runs from both the living and the dead. A man reduced to a single instinct. Survive. Now, gee, many people will remember the original Mad Max films fondly, as I do. I, I really like those films. Is this uh, a worthy remake? Stephen, you must be—you uh, must have a good memory because I think you're younger than I am. And, I, and the first film, Mad Max, came out in 1979. Then Road Warrior in, in 81. Then remember, Beyond Thunderdome came yeah. out in 1985. So that sounds like a little beyond your time, possibly. I mean, sure, you were young, possibly. Maybe you saw it on uh, reruns or yeah. something like that. On <laughs> I, I wasn't born when the first one came out. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. I was a teenager, <laughs> so I remember a young teen. So anyway, uh, and that was a male film. Yeah. Mel Gibson was just absolutely. You wanted to go see this film. This is along the same line. It uh, this takes place, believe it or not, in Australia, and it's a kind of a remake slash a different adventure. It's not the same film. It's a different something different happens in this film. But uh, my wife actually went with me to this film. She don't usually do the action films, but I remember after the first half hour, she goes, I'm exhausted. This film is <laughs> just so fast. The music is so heart-throbbing and, and gets you going. I think it's like a half hour before you actually have a break. And uh, Mel Gibson is uh, captured by this ah, guy Tom, called... The Tom Hardy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. 
See, I'm getting my movies mixed up. Abner showing my Easily age done. Here. Easily uh, done, Gene. <laughs> Tom Hardy, Mad Max. I'm sorry, Mad Max <laughs> is is uh, captured by a group of uh, bad guys called the War Boys. Believe it or not, they need his blood. He's a universal donor, and so they take him to the mountain. He's uh, he, and uh, there he meets Darlene Sharon, uh, Charlene Theron. If I'm saying that correctly, there. And the two of them escape, so to speak, and they're on the uh, on the road, uh, kind of like the original. It's one of those things where you have tankers, you have uh, motorcycles, machine guns, all this happening, uh, you know, a battle on the road. So yeah, I'm not telling the whole plot. There's not a whole lot of plot. This is about the action, the fun. Now, here's the thing about this. You think, well, Tom Hardy is great. This is what you No, Theron is the star of this show. She's not meant to be, but I said this should have been called Mad Maxine. She is just fantastic and um, well worth seeing. She, she, her, her head is shaved for this film. She, and she also is missing an arm, so she has a robotic arm. Boy, she can fight and she can do everything just like every, everybody else. You're exhausted when you're done with this movie now, and I'm talking so fast here. This you know, it's one of those films I really miss not seeing this movie. I'm blind, and this is just so much action. And this is one of those films I wish I could see because it's all about the action. So, Stephen, you can um, you can see where I'm going with this film. Yeah, I have seen the trailer, Jay, and it looks intense. It looks like constant action throughout. It's set in this kind of red, dusty landscape, and it just seems to be a bunch of insane characters who are chasing each other down and fighting, and there's explosions and incredible vehicles. It looks pretty amazing. Uh, you're right, it is. And um, it, that's what... Oh, hey, it's Mad Max. It's mad. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> you're right. It's true. crazy. It, it's crazy, and that's exactly what happens in this film. So if you're going to see that, if you're, if you're an action junkie, you will just really get a high in, in watching this film. I, I tell you, it's better than what I thought it would be. Even the plot is a little better. Um, it, yeah, it's really thin, but you're not going to see the plot. You're going to see the action. And uh, well worth seeing. Like I said, the women that I've talked to, including my wife, Loved it, and the guys like uh, Charlene Theron, so <laughs> I think this is going to be a winner. That's such a great quote, Jay, and I think you've probably already invented a spin-off, Mad Maxine. <laughs> exactly, and when the film gets over, my wife goes, oh, the way they look at each other, I bet there's going to be a, um, there's going to be a spin-off or a, a sequel. There is. Tom Hardy's already signed on. I guess if it just does good, he signed on to do another one, uh, one or two, so this will be a hit. And um, I'm going to give it a B rating. Um, I wish I could see this, and, and that's not a, a funny joke. I really do. And, um, you know, we have all kinds of films where there are action films that, um, if you're blind, you know, you can still get into them. This is a little tough, but I think it's still uh, worth yeah, checking it out anyway. Now, G, um Mad Max is uh, a man of few words, as it says. Um, how does it work in terms of dialogue for you? Is there much dialogue in the film if you're someone who's blind or partially sighted? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. But, you know, here's the thing. I, I, because I go to the films, I kind of know what's happening. I get the, you know, and, and even if you're blind, you can still do a little bit of uh, research beforehand. So I kind of knew what was happening. So in my mind's eye, I knew what was happening. 
And and my wife, of course, would, would fill me in at parts that need. But no, there isn't that much dialogue. It, you know, you, you, and because I knew, I could hear when they shouted something out. Like uh, their whole thing is they're going to the Greenland, so to speak. Well, the Greenland is uh, Charlie and Theron's homeland. Uh, but I knew that. But when they say that, I knew it was happening. So if you're blind, always on films. Do a little research ahead of time. That helps out. Um, being able to uh, check out some of these films, especially a film like Mad Max. Okay, Jake, what was that again? Was that a B-plus rating for Mad Max? Yeah, we got. I'm giving it a B rating. Yes, a B a rating. B. Uh, how does your rating system work again, Jay? Yep. A, it's a good blind people like it. B, I'm glad I got to hear it. C, and one eye open. D, I'm glad I couldn't see it. And F, blindness is a blessing. So B is a very good rating for a film, isn't it? That's a good film. Yeah, exactly. You know, and once again, if you're blind... Probably not worth it, but I'm kind of give that B rating for everybody, a kind of roundabout figure. Okay, well, that's Mad Max Fury Road. I'm quite excited about that, and after your review, Jay, I'm really going to check that out, I think. Now, our next film is a little bit different to Mad Max. It's Pitch Perfect 2. It's out now. It's a 12A and is a musical comedy directed by Elizabeth Banks. It stars Anna Kendrick, Rebel Wilson, and Haley Steinfeld. Now, after a humiliating command performance at Lincoln Centre, the Barden Bellas enter an international competition that no American group has ever won in order to regain their status and the right to perform. Guys, there's going to be some haters out there. They're going to look at us, Team USA, and be like, why is the most talented one Australian? Who run the world? These girls have broken down every single barrier in their path. What an inspiration to girls all over the country who are too ugly to be cheerleaders. Now, gee, I've uh, I've missed the whole uh, original Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect wasn't something that I caught the first time around. Does this pick up from where it left off? Is it a good sequel to Pitch Perfect? Well, yeah, and you probably should see the first one because the first one takes place, uh, the, the Bellas, as a acapella singing group, are in college. It's their first year in 2012. And uh, and this takes place three years later. They're still in college. And uh, <laughs> they're doing a, they're singing in front of the President of the United States and there's a wardrobe malfunction with Fat Amy, who's played by Rebel Wilson, <laughs> who is just absolutely fantastic in this film. She's the star of the show. In 2012, uh, she had a small part. Now she has one of the biggest parts. And uh, and that's really what it's all about. They're singing. They After the wardrobe malfunction, they, they lose respect in the acapella uh, groups. So they're banned from doing any international uh, singing. So... They have to get their respect back, and uh, that's really what it's all about. There's not much of a plot, but you know what? It's about the comedy, the music. This film is actually, I would say, funnier than the original. The music, oh, it's about the same. The plot, maybe a little thinner, but you know, still, it's, it's what it's for. It's to move the plot is there, to move the, the scenes from one music scene to the next, one side gag, one joke to the next, and it does its job. You know, and we talked about the last film, If You're Blind, you know, how how can you do this? This is one of those films, if you can't see, you're visually impaired, this is your film. If you like music, 
Uh, you can catch your side gags. As well, maybe not the side gags, but the jokes at least. And uh, it is one of those films you will want to check out. Once again, 2012. It's that was a pitch perfect on. It came out of nowhere, and every once in a while you have a film that, um, and if it makes a little bit of money, hey, we'll do a uh, you know do a sequel, and that's what they did here. And uh, it is worth seeing this feel good heartwarming film the trailer makes it look like a really uh, feel-good movie g and i was going to ask you about rebel wilson actually because she has really came to prominence in the last couple of years people might have seen her in things like bridesmaids and stuff like that just little parts but she looks like she's the real star of this show exactly she is like you said if you remember back the bridesmaid pitch perfect she was not the star in either one of those but i mean she's doing she's doing different things uh, oh from comedy uh stand-up comedy she does just about everything and yeah she's a star of this show and um without her they would have a long way to go oh elizabeth banks who is in the film it's her directorial debut and she actually does a great job seems like everybody nowadays turning from um actor to director mm. and um i think in the past month this is the second film i forget who we uh oh russell uh, a couple Crow. weeks ago russell crow in the water That's right. as well you're exactly right. You have a better memory than me. <laughs> Russell Crowe is exactly right. And so and Elizabeth Banks does a great job. And check this film out. I, I think you, you'll you'll be laughing the whole way through. You'll enjoy the music. Hey, I want to go out and get the soundtrack. And and I enjoyed the soundtrack in the first one. Definitely worth seeing this film. It looks really fun, Jay. It looks like a, the type of movie that can uh, really lift you up and pick up your mood. So uh, what rating would you give Pitch Perfect to? Yeah, I'm going to give it a B rating. Neither one of these are going to win any Academy Awards or anything like that. But you know what? It's all about having fun, the entertainment, two totally different movies, both entertaining in different ways, both B ratings. I enjoy both films. Yeah, so that's Mad Max Fury Road and Pitch Perfect 2, both with B ratings. That's a good week for movies, Jay. Now, Jay, if anyone would like to get in touch with you or read some more of your reviews, how can they? Yes, go to my website, Blindside Reviews. Dot com And I did want to mention, and we kind of talked about this, if you are visually impaired, you want to see one of the two movies, go check out Pitch Perfect 2 if you have to. Jay, some great recommendations as always. Thanks for talking to me on Insight Radio and we'll talk with you again soon. We'll talk next week, Stephen. Thanks for listening to this podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. For more podcasts, check out insightradio.co.uk.